Hello, hello. Welcome to the ninth session of Presence for Prana, where we are preserving our paths for, you know it, the potential of the people. I am currently sitting in my van in the woods. I got my jug of water. Have you been drinking water? It's getting warmer. It's getting hotter. Drink that H2O. We are water. There's your reminder. Get a glass. This week, I am centering for you in the desert. I am right outside of Sedona, Arizona. Wow. Just wow. What an incredible planet we get to call home, you guys. I don't know about you, but the desert does something to me. Like the desert activates my cells and I just start tingling. I start buzzing when I'm here. Like things just just align, stack and shift. And it's really something indescribable. So I wrote a poem about it. And my intention for this poem and reading it in this podcast, which I've never actually done before, is to paint the picture for you of where I'm at and how magic this place is. The desert is my essence. Mind, body, spirit, presence. Sacred lands of indigenous tell me that we are living it. Red earth as far as the eye can see. Woven paths created just for me. My crown is buzzing. My heart is spinning. My feet are planted firm in this new beginning. My alignment stacks and shifts. Heading toward even deeper bliss. What is this place? That reminds us of space. So far out, there we are. No longer searching for truth. Just in turn, dissolving into our eternal youth. That's what's up over here in the Astro, sweet baby blue. All right, so let's get to it. Today, we are going to explore emotions. Yup, your spiritual beings inside that emotional body. Let's explore it. Let's dive in. It's such a great time to talk about emotions right now. And we'll also be talking about pattern interrupt and the sweet, sweet superpower of surrender. Where to begin? As always, let's take some breaths. Maybe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Deepen your breath and relax your shoulders. Find some ease in your muscles. in your bones fill your lungs and let's be present in this experience together deep breaths all day so I'm going to begin with a little story and this story is the reason we are even exploring emotions and pattern interrupt today. A few days ago, I left Oregon, obviously, because I'm now in Arizona, and I left Oregon because spirit was pulling me to the desert. 
Some force that is greater than me, a calling, you could say, was asking me every day when I was going to leave and show up on this part of the earth with myself. It took some time, as always, and it took great buildup of emotions. And all of a sudden, I found myself in Nevada driving with myself to Arizona, like in the blink of an eye. Quite an interrupt in my recent pattern in Oregon. And an eruption of emotions was occurring within me at this point in the drive. And the first night on my road trip, I stopped in Nevada on some land where wild horses were abundant. I was surrounded by mountains and such simple beauty in the silence. And, you know, one would think that you would feel very peaceful there. I mean, it was insanely gorgeous. But as I lay my head to sleep, I was overtaken by endless tears, deep sobs, extreme pulsations of depression, a deep sense of being lost, no direction. What am I even doing with my life? That question that always likes to pop up once in a while. Like the whole nine yards, no sleep at all, just tears and thoughts. And honestly, I can't say I was fully in joy in, in those moments in my existence. I felt like a black hole, incapable of doing anything productive or worthwhile. All I could do was be in and just be with my emotions. And then that morning, I went to the gym around 5 a.m. because sleep was just not happening. I got a nice long run in movement is medicine. Yes, we know. And pushed through on my journey and the whole drive. I mean, it was like ended up being like an almost 20 hour drive the whole time, just contemplating my emotions, speaking with spirit and buckling down into trust as it always asked me to do, because that's really all I could do. I couldn't stop in Nevada and turn around and go back. Like when you have that deep connection to what's guiding you, that feeling, that deep pull, that deep knowing, you have no choice but to honor where it wants to take you. And fast forward to today, I'm a new human. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm shifting. I'm, I've taken so much space. I'm just really slowing down. And that night really showed me the importance of these super dark, dense feelings that flood through our body and how they are not something we should ever shy away from. As a collective, I sense this denial around the realness, the rawness, and the harshness of some of the chemicals released in our bodies, some of the states we enter as humans, which is why our culture is obsessed with alcohol with medication, and finding a way to make life easier through technology and development. But no matter what, there is no escaping the work here. There is no escaping the darkness you must walk through to fully embody the light. 
And let me note that I 100% support your choices. Free will is each of our gift. And I am by no means saying medication doesn't have its place. I do not look down on them. In certain situations, they are extremely helpful. There is such an array of levels of mental health. So I am not saying stop taking medication at all. I am just observing the collective strive for making this existence less painful and easier. Depression, sadness, emptiness, feeling flat. All of these states are necessary for your development of self and for your human experience. When we are in these depressed states, we feel like we can't work, like we can't create, we can barely take a shower or barely move sometimes, and all we can do is cry, all we can do is maybe sleep and or punch our pillows, and that is exactly what we should do in those states, not push on and think, uh, I always feel down. I should just be happy. Like, what's wrong with me? There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Breathe in that knowing. In these states... We can't work, we can't create, we can't push forward because your body is actually absorbing more than it is putting out. Like you feel like a vacuum of energy or a black hole because you are in that state. Your body needs you to be. You are in a state of refueling, of healing, of your mind working through things, the energy associated with emotions is very real and is something worth surrendering into rather than trying to shy away from feeling these these ways. And the truth is, you guys, we all have days where we wake up in love with life, feeling so aligned, feeling kissed by the air, in awe of the sky, feeling like we are superwoman or superman, like nothing can touch us, feeling super light in our hearts and in contentment with where we are and who we are. And we all have those days where we wake up feeling uneasy, where we wake up feeling anxious, feeling depressed, feeling like there is a whirlwind of storms brewing inside of us and for no apparent reason. Your body does not need logic reasoning from the mind to process what it needs to. That's a really important part is there doesn't have to be a logical reason. So sometimes we do wake up like that. Like, fuck this. Did I really sign up for this? Yes, you did, by the way. And when we wake up like that, it is so important not to feed the monkey mind. Because the mind will grip onto these feelings, or your ego rather, 
and create all these thoughts and projections around why you are feeling that way. When in truth, you should keep quiet. Surrender to the body and its intelligent process. Surrender to the emotion. Don't try to figure out why you feel like a black hole. Just be a black hole and let your body guide you into the deep, dark places you need to go. Take rest. Digest. Breathe deep. Cry, cry, cry. Listen to music. Journal. Because emotions are a process that we are ever flowing into and through. It is through the deep superpower of surrender where the emotion will kiss us goodbye and we can move forward. And this is important also. If we have these perpetual feelings of depression or anxiety or sadness or entropy, like perpetual, like like it's something that is common. It's always in your life. You always feel depressed. You always feel sad. Like it's this cycle. It's this thing. It is more likely than not that if it's showing up perpetually that we have been avoiding or trying to shy away from some of our deepest shadow work. And that dark, dense emotion actually holds all of the strength, all of the resilience and necessary work for you to step into your path of awakening. We are profound spiritual beings living inside of a very earthly emotional body. I mean, what a trip. Isn't it amazing that we have the ability to feel everything that we feel all ends of the spectrum and how beautiful these feelings and emotions truly are. It is absolutely amazing that we can weep for days in sadness and then we can find joy in the small things that we can erupt in deep belly laughter forcing tears through the same eyes that weep and first and foremost we uncover immense gratitude for this ability to experience all that makes us human. Be grateful for your journey, for your states of depression, for those moments of sweet lessons, for the people you feel have done you wrong, for the times you fell flat on your face. Be grateful for all of it. Okay, so... Feel your feelings, folks. That's healing. Especially right now. Here's another important thing. When was the last time you escaped the matrix? Meaning, when was the last time you found a pattern interrupt in your life? 
When was the last time you took time by yourself to do something special for yourself? Like go camping in your car, or take a trip and stay in a hotel somewhere beautiful, or take a class on something you want to learn, or try cooking something new, or try reading something you never usually read, or take time to get off the grid that we are so tied up into. This journey to Sedona by myself has uncovered the power of pattern interrupt. You don't even realize the vibration your daily cycles are in until you get out of them. You don't realize the effect of your habits. You don't realize what you are truly consuming. You don't realize how the people you are always around affect you until you spend some quality time with yourself. Time in deep meditation. Time in organic movement of dance or any practice you have. Time in silence or listening to the birds and the trees and the nature. Time in journaling. Time in really feeling your emotions and noticing what the fuck is going on underneath the surface. When we are in the matrix, in society, in this hub, in this bubble of go, 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 like it's, it's always very, I always feel it so much when I go, I work out at Planet Fitness and because they're everywhere all over the country. And so you go into these gyms and all these different parts of the country and they're the exact same. It's the same news, just being broadcasted in a different city it's the same energy it's the same like hub of of these people going to work and then working out it's like the same matrix like it's it's very like profound in that in that place for some reason for me it's always very eye-opening but when we are in okay so when we're in this hub our focus can end up being outside of ourselves for so long Maybe you have never gone into the forest or the desert by yourself to uncover what is waiting to be found. Or maybe it has just been a while. Like it, it right now makes me think of like the the native traditions when I stayed with that tribe and that community in Colombia, they always talked about vision quests. And vision quests are like you go I believe it's four days. I think it can be more. But you go there by yourself with nothing and you sit like inside this circle for four days and you eat nothing, you drink nothing, you just exist inside of nature and your your vision, your your purpose, your your work comes through in that time. I'm not super educated on exactly um, the aspects of a vision quest, but I just thought of it and that's kind of in relation to getting out of the matrix, it's, there's medicine in that. And so you may be in a position where you're like, 
yeah, that's great, Paula. We don't all live in our vans. Some of us have kids and corporate jobs, or some of us are in school, and some of us have a lot of rent to pay. And I get that. And that's the point. And that's the power of pattern interrupt. Unstick yourself. Let go of these these narratives that you're telling yourself. Like, yeah, that's great, Paula, but I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And also, the power of meditation is also one of our greatest superpowers. You can discover the world, the home inside of yourself. This home, this place that is always beyond the matrix. This home where you can step back from your life and look at it with an open lens. Even just beginning with five minutes a day, you can cultivate this place within that is equivalent to exploring the entire universe. Hone in your energy, center yourself, breathe deep, and get real with how you feel inside. Don't be afraid to see what has been trying to come through. And like, I know that that can be intense. That's why it took me so long to actually get up and come to Sedona because I felt that there was deep healing. There was some deep processing that needed to occur and I needed to do it alone. And like I was putting it off for a while. I was like, yeah, like that sounds great, but I'm kind of scared, you know, like I I know I'm going to sit there and weep. Like I knew it. I knew that what was coming because there is a lot of work that I'm unfolding as with all of us. But don't be afraid because what's on the other side of honoring that emotion is the complete opposite of that emotion. You know, complete joy, happiness, abundance, feeling light, like it's all tied together. So I just want you to like at least just take a breath and just start to tune in to how much emotional weight you are carrying around. And are you able to see that weight in your current pattern? And is it possible for you to take some time to simply exist out in the woods, out in the desert, out by a lake? Even if it's just an hour, you know, no cell phone, no internet, like just quiet and tune in and feel and sometimes it's kind of get ugly before it gets pretty so yes pattern interrupt is medicine it can give you space to find a new direction it can give you space to grieve or to weep this human experience and it can uncover a new part of you one that is centered in who you are and what this life has in store for you So moving forward, I have a really powerful exercise that I really encourage you to do. And I have to attribute it um, to the School of Akashas. I have been in this education, the School of Akashas, led by this beautiful woman named Jennifer Holmes. And if you don't know her, follow her at Akashic Code. She has been working with the Akashic records for years and she's teaching about them and she's just a beautiful woman and um she had us do this exercise that completely changed my perception of my work here and of my life and I would like to share it with you and 
This is really a journaling exercise, but if you are running or working or in wherever you're at and you can't physically get out a book and start journaling, um, maybe you can do it later. But if you want to just keep listening, these are all things I want you to contemplate. But let me say that the flow of this really does come with sitting down and writing it intentionally. It is time to understand your existence a little farther. And I mean your unique life. There is so much purpose in your history and your childhood and your life up until this point. I want you to take a step back and look at your life as if your life is a book and you are going to read it. Beginning with who you chose to bring you here. I want you to write your parents' names down and write down the things they have taught you through their beingness, through just existing as them, through their story, good or bad. Um, Even if you are adopted and never met your parents, I want you to include them in this exercise because absence of someone actually teaches us a lot, a lot. And you can also include people who did step in and help raise you, maybe a grandmother or an uncle or an aunt, anyone who was there from like just in your childhood. I want you to write their names down and remember that you chose them to enter into this existence because what they had to teach you or not teach you was the perfect potion for your path. I also want you to look at your heritage. What lands do your ancestors come from? What kinds of things did they have to endure like these past few hundred years? Have you ever thought about that? In other words, can you start to educate yourself on what your parents, their parents, their parents, and so on have passed on to you? What can you feel you are carrying from them? This was a powerful one for me. I did this whole exercise. Um, there was like a more to it, but I'm, I'm giving you the potent parts um, that you can do. An example of this is I, I really feel extremely connected to the females that have come before me as a female, as a spirit in the manifested feminine form. I really feel some deep baggage that I'm carrying around from them. And I think that all females can actually relate to this, no matter who your ancestors are. But I, I feel the submission. I feel the, the sacrifices that they had to make for life to continue on. I feel the weight of bearing children. I feel 
just everything that they had to put down for the service of others. And that is why I make it a point to be as free, as free, as free as can be. I make it a point to be so individual, to be so unique, planted in my own two feet as a woman, as as an embodiment of the divine feminine to live for my ancestors, to live for those women who came before me, who dreamt of being by themselves in the woods, who dreamt of what would my life look like if I didn't have all these children, you know, like that, that's a huge thing that I feel like I'm carrying. And maybe some of you are too, that it's my work here. I'm like, I'm ending that cycle. I am, there is no more submission from women from my point forward. If I'm helping raise a child, if I have a child, like you are free girl to do what you want. Have children, don't have children, stand firm in your beliefs. Don't be taken advantage of. If you are like, get, get your strength back, you know, and know that you are worthy and know that you are worth it and know that you don't need anyone, you know, and know that you don't have to have children and you, you are made for magic, you know, like uncovering the magic. And I feel like just on a collective level, we all feel that the suppression of the magic of females. And it's obviously rising because we're starting to look back at our ancestors and say, no, like I feel the baggage that they carried. Because whatever isn't healed in those who come before us is passed down directly into us. That's why there's so much shadow work right now because our consciousness is rising and we are all realizing that the cycles are ending here because we're conscious enough to end them now. So look at your nationality do some do some research like what where are your people from like how what did they go through to get here to get you into the physical form like just understanding that there's there's a lot of power in that okay so you've written your parents names down you've written down or you're contemplating what they've taught you but you guys it's so much more profound if you write if you after you're done listening to this, like take some time at some point to write what comes through after contemplating it. Um, And then you're looking at the nationality. Then I want you to make a list of the most formative moments for you in life. These moments can be from the, our earliest memories to more recent years. This could be a parent's divorce, an absence or a death of someone, completing something, making a life-shifting decision, all that stuff. Write it down as much as wants to come. And as you write them, maybe once you finish, what makes them so formative? Like what makes them so impactful You can explore all of them deeper or maybe just the ones that surprised you coming out or just the big ones. Like how did they change you or how did they affect you? How did they maybe make you grow up a little bit? And an example I have for you of this, like when I did this exercise, 
a formative moment in my life that came up was the the moment that I had to quit dancing at the dance studio that I always danced in because my father decided to no longer support us and the family and how could my how could my mother afford putting me through dance school having four children by herself I I never knew that this was a formative moment in my life I never even thought about it and once I wrote once it came through my hand onto the paper I was like wow holy shit and then I was like why was that formative and then it I was brought into this rabbit hole of because then from that point on my perspective shifted of the choice my father made of the wealth that I deserve in life of me uh, comparing myself to the other girls who had tons of other dance numbers and their parents were always there supporting them buying them all these things and it just it really shifted my narrative and my perspective for the best but I never knew that that was one of the most formative moments of my life. So trust me, you don't know what's going to come through. And it's like we're studying ourselves here. We're trying to understand what, what have we been through? What has most impacted us? Why did that impact us so much? And so then we're going deeper maybe seeing from this list or just taking a breath again, taking a step back, overviewing your life, what are the main themes that show up in your life? What are the patterns? We all have them. We all have them. Maybe you have themes in your relationships and how they always end or how you hit a wall or maybe you have patterns in relationships with money and abundance or maybe you have a pattern of feeling ungrounded or grounded and maybe you have a theme with trust whatever it is write them down notice like notice from what your parents taught you from what your informative moments were like what is the theme here and what, what have you noticed that you always struggle with in life? Like, write that down. And then looking at those areas, it's not just the theme. Okay, it's not just the theme of, yeah, I struggle with relationships. No. What is the shadow underneath the theme? Like, if you have a theme with a lack of trust in relationships, maybe it's hard for you. Why? Because it's the formative moment of abandonment. Like, that's that's under the theme. There's your shadow work. Rediscovering what's beyond abandonment or whatever it is or maybe a theme of financial struggle is stemming from a place much much deeper than money stemming from self-worth or stemming from purposeless feelings 
Like go deep into your themes and there lies your shadow work. And take your time with this, you know, put on some music that you enjoy or that gets you into that like meditative state and like light a candle and write and make it like a sacred ceremony of discovering yourself in this moment because every moment we are always changing we're always flowing so like the moment you decide to open that book and start reading by writing that's the most important perspective to have in that moment because you're doing it in the physical here's another good question she offered us to ask ourselves If I was brutally honest, what have I been rejecting over and over in my life? That's a good one. Because it's, we all know. And finally, a very important question to ask yourself over and over and over again What do I want? Not what do I need? What do I want? Right here. In this present moment. What do I want? Like, we're not getting ahead. We're not going to say, okay, I'm anchoring into the present. What do I want? A mansion. No. What do you want in this moment? Hmm. I want a cup of tea. Okay, go drink a cup of tea like what is reasonable and what is at like what is at reach what do you want oh I want to write write I want to cook cook like tune in every present moment what do you want because it is by being anchored into the present and honoring what we want in that moment that we then begin to attract the huge, huge life dreams that are coming towards us. It's only by embodying that every moment. Like, in the moment I decided to come to Sedona, I, I woke up that morning and I was like, I want to go. I Like, and it, it's difficult, you know? Like, I'm so grateful I have a conscious partner that understands that we are on these soul journeys and missions. And for me to just wake up and say, I want that right now. For some reason, spirit is telling me that I need that. I want that. And so, of course, all these questions come up of like, okay, but then what? Like, what's your plan? Like, what are we doing next? And it's like, in this moment, I want... I want to go. And so when I get there, I will anchor into that moment and see what's going to flow. You know, what do I want in this moment? Not what do I want to plan for the future moments? Like we are anchoring fully into the present moment because the present moment is all we truly have. So whether you write it out, think it out, contemplate it, meditate on it, start, start to read your life, read your story, 
start to gain some insight in the perspective you have now as maybe a grown adult and how you look at things differently now and how that is a process of healing, being willing to look at what happened, to look at where we're from and to look at this life that we chose because this life that you chose is giving you everything that you need to embody who you are meant to be. And so just a couple things I'm going to close with. Remember that love is an energy. Love is how this entire realm, this entire existence came into. Through love. Love is the highest frequency we can ever experience. Love is oneness. Love is the profound consciousness. Love is all. Unconditional, boundless, infinite love. That is, we are love. We are in love. And I want you to remember that all all of the emotions, the entire spectrum is an emotion stemming from the energy of love. Like I'm sitting in the forest right now with thousands of pine trees surrounding me and love is the trunk and the emotions are the branches. And so no matter what emotion you're in, you're always in love. We are always living in love. That's, that's all that there truly ever is. That's all this is, is love. So in those deep, deep moments of despair or confusion or feeling lost, you're feeling that because you are in love. Another thing, surrender over force. We are moving deeper into a stronger feminine energy, whether you're a man or a woman. The world has been so masculine dominant for a long time now. And the magic, the importance, and the potential of the feminine energy rising, coming back into its place, no longer submissive, coming into its power, we're learning to surrender as a collective. Not so much pushing forward, trying harder, building, 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 go, 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 even if you feel depressed, still get up and work. No. Hell no. We have to stop. We have to slow down. We have to weep. We have to feel. We have to embody our feminine energy in order for this world to balance out. So we are surrendering over forcing. Remember that 
Anytime you hit a roadblock, anytime you get frustrated in what you're trying to accomplish, or anytime you you feel that, like you're gripping, you're urging, you're like, why isn't this working? Like, I'm trying so hard to manifest this, or I'm trying so hard to create this life. Like, stop forcing. Tune back in to what do I want in this moment and surrender to the emotions that come through and what you need to do. And just trying harder will never work anymore. And just think about that. Like the masculine and what we've been in has been so much about trying harder. Like listen to those words. Trying harder. That doesn't even make sense. Not saying embracing deeper, okay, that's legit, or doing more, trying harder, that's like hitting your head harder against a brick wall. Like you try something once, like sure, I'll try that. And then the if you choose to do it again, then you're doing it. I'm not trying to have a podcast, I'm doing a podcast. I'm not trying to follow the path of spirit. I'm following the path of spirit, you know, like, like anchor into what you're doing. No more trying harder. You can do more. You can embrace deeper. You can go further through surrender surrender to the illusion that you have control there you don't have control and just let the energy flow through you it's so important right now that we feel our emotions like like I talked about in the last episode the planetary purge with this purging you have to feel what's making you sick You have to, you have to see it to make it, to let it make you sick one more time for it to come up and out. And once it does, you're like, okay, I, I got it. That's out, you know? So be gentle with yourself as we purge. Don't be afraid to step out, to tune in and to take and give yourself time time to breathe, time to move, time to sit, like time to just feel into what's going on beneath the surface. I hope this resonated in some way with you. I love you so, so, so much. Please feel free to always reach out if you have questions or concerns. My email is presenceforprana at gmail.com can follow me at presence for prana on instagram you know my headspace is yogic my heart space is opening my spirit is talking and my truth is unfolding aho